Good afternoon and welcome to Family, Faith, and the Village. My name is Steve Miller and I am here with my friend and co-worker Zachary Waugh. Zachary, everything good on your end of the table? It is good, Steve. I just keep waiting for the week where one of us opens. Good afternoon, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> There's a handful. Every time I do our little intro or say Good afternoon to everybody listening at some movie line. Something yeah, flashes. Something comes there. to mind. You yeah. channel Jim Nance a lot <laughs> as well. Yep. But back to the task at hand, Zachary, we're continuing today. Um, I guess kind of a mini series. I think you called it last week. You had kind of done an intro on three things that were just super important in maybe youth and in, and really three things that are important in faith formation. And so we've talked about camp. And we've talked about retreats, and now in the third and kind of final episode of this this series, um, we are talking about mission trips. That was the the last piece of the puzzle that you talked about in that initial episode uh, a few weeks back. If you haven't listened to, to any of those previous episodes yet, I would encourage you to. A lot of things overlap, and a lot of things that we might have said in those episodes would apply to today. Right. Um, right. But I will, as we start off, I'll, I'll put this out there and maybe see if you agree or disagree, Zachary. But um, of all the different kind of recharging your batteries and the, the energy that is built after camp and is built after retreats and, and the benefits of those type of things that we've talked about, um, I think first and foremost, mission trips, one of the things that we have to put out there right away is much more service oriented so you're still recharging your battery you're still you know getting a lot of encouragement and things like that Um, but definitely a service aspect to it that maybe we haven't had in those previous two episodes when we talked about camps and retreats um it's mark 10 45 um says even the son of man came not to be served but to serve right and he gives his life as a ransom for many but but if he came to serve, we've got to be serving as well. And man, mission trips are just some of the best opportunities. Um, and there's all kinds of other verses we'll probably throw out today. But but this this just gets so scriptural when we talk about mission trips. And, and we'll get into a little bit more, maybe some of the specific advantages or um, benefits of things like going on a mission trip or taking your family on a mission trip or things like that. But I'd start ultimately with the service aspect of it, uh, you know. Jesus yeah. came to serve, and, and that's what we're here to do. And, right. man, a mission trip is a is the best way to do that in a lot of cases. It is. It's a great way to do that. I wanted to look up just the, you know, Merriam-Webster definition of mission. And it said a mission is an important assignment carried out. And we know, you know, you're familiar with another uh, chapter and verse, uh, Matthew 28, uh, verses 19 and 20, go into all nations, you know, teach, baptize, make more disciples. Uh, and, and we carry out that mission and that assignment through mission trips. And that's a great way to do it. It's a great way to serve people. Um, I, I think of all the different benefits of doing mission trips. Of course, of course, you're serving people, you're helping people where they are. But I think another big aspect of mission trips is encouraging the believers that are there. That are there, right. And so, yeah, because a lot of times um, we're, we're in the South, we're in the Bible Belt, we're, there's churches everywhere here. But a lot of the places we do mission work, or at least some of the places, church 
is an afterthought. Right. So just encouraging the people that are there is such a huge aspect to mission work. And that's a great point in that it doesn't have to be halfway across the world. There are right. great local mission efforts, um, you know, stateside in this nation. There are parts of the U.S. that have smaller churches that need that energy and encouragement. And I believe that's very scriptural as well. When we look at the letters in the New Testament, so much of it is encouraging the people that they were written to and remembering to to encourage and things. So I just, I, I, I absolutely agree. Um, it's a huge encouragement, not just um, to the people that you're there serving that are already believers and not just to the people that you're bringing that message to, but it's a huge encouragement to the people that go, typically. It's one of those things where um, often, like we've talked about in some other episodes, doing this type of thing has so many benefits for you, even though it's such a huge encouragement to others. So yeah. it really is a double-edged sword. Um, I think it goes without saying, but uh, just like camps and retreats, uh, the opportunity to to develop existing friendships and relationships as well as make new connections and new friendships is a huge um, upside to, to taking part in a mission trip as well. Yeah, absolutely. You just, you grow so close to one, to the, to the group that you're going with and two, to the group that you're, that you're helping in whatever way it is. And that's why so many people go back to the same place every single year. And it's because they've just developed that bond, that friendship. Uh, and I think that's such an important aspect. You know, mission trips go so much they're so much uh, bigger than going and building a house, or they're so much bigger than you know going and putting on a VBS. It it really comes down to those relationships that you build with people. Right. Well, and, and to your point, it's so much bigger because you build those relationships, and it changes your perspectives so often. Um, you understand the blessings that you have in being a part maybe of a church that's able to go be the helper instead of needing the help. You understand maybe, you know, your perspective of the world itself and the things going on around you change. The perspective of the blessings within your life or the things that you have. When you couple that with building relationships, it's just, it's huge. It just, um, just can grow from there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important in any mission trip that you go on, whether that's domestic or international, uh, to you have to be careful and check your motives. Because I think it's so easy to hear, oh yeah, we're going on a mission trip to Belize. It's beautiful in Belize. Man, I've always wanted to go to right. Belize. I've right. always wanted to go to Italy. I've always wanted to go to these places, right? But what's your motive for going there? And I would, I would hope that... I don't have the scripture written down, but an, another motive is you're going just like Jesus's mission to seek and save the lost. That's ultimately our our missions are in vain if we're not going to do everything we can to save the lost that are there. With the mindset, like in Luke 10, um, the harvest is plentiful. Yes. But the, the workers, workers are few. Are few. Yeah. I mean, taking that mindset that you've got to be yeah. one of those few. Right. I, I think right. you're exactly right. Absolutely. So, like we said, mission trips don't have to be far away. And, in fact, I think oftentimes we sometimes neglect what's right here, what's right now. Uh, there's a popular contemporary song. I think it's Casting Crowns. I'm not sure what the name of the song is. 
but it says we keep our missions overseas before the hurting in our city would we even cross the street yeah. and and that's so so spot on and so true because oftentimes it's like yeah you know we'll send money afar we'll send people afar but mission tr- mission work is difficult it's very very hard and i think some of the times some of the reasons why we get such big a big outpour of money and people and resources to go help afar is because we like the adventure of it. We like the trip of it. But in reality, we don't really like the work of it. We don't like the the, the toughness of it. And I think if, we, if the local stuff, there's no fun in staying local, but it's just hard work. Well, And, and it's, it's mission work. That mission work really is about... And, and it's a great opportunity to learn this if you haven't or a great opportunity to apply it if it's something that you're working on. But mission work is really 90% at least outside of your comfort zone. And to your point, we get we make it outside of our comfort zone because we travel and it's a place we don't know or maybe we don't know the language. But, right. but that, that mission effort across the street is really uncomfortable and maybe it's it's even a more important outreach effort um so yeah comfort zone is a big thing i think with mission work too it really helps you step outside of your comfort zone and you you really have to because if you're just going for the comforts for the the beaches in belize if you will or whatever it may be it's never gonna it's never gonna do the things that we're talking about and some of the other advantages or benefits that that we may bring up today yeah absolutely steve i think our our faith tradition. I think sometimes we're guilty of once you, you know, out are out of your college age years, mission trips are a thing of the past. Yep. So it's something you do in youth group. It's something you do in college. But after that, unless you're a, you know, a permanent missionary somewhere, a long-term missionary somewhere, it's just something you don't do. And I think, man, how sad is it that our children, our, our youth don't see or at least in in a lot of cases, uh, don't see older people joining them on trips, you know, and, yeah. and that part of their normal calendar year. I think uh, that's that's huge. There's So there's a, a family here in town that basically went on a mission trip years ago, and it was three generations of the family went along on mm. this mission trip. Yeah, Grandparents, all of their kids and spouses, and then all of their grandkids. And not only was that just an amazing example to probably to all kinds of people, but it like that family still talks about it and other families or other people that were connected to that particular trip when this whole family, you know, and I don't know what the number was, 30 something people, maybe 20 something people with all the kids and everything went and it was all the generations going and the impact that they had on all the generations then right, as well. Right. And it wasn't just a van full of youth or a plane yep. full of youth. Um, yeah. And it's amazing that it's not just that family that still impacts. I was talking with another person who was on that trip or a part of that trip and just still the way they talk about just how overcome they were with joy and gratitude and things to see an entire family, every generation of a family they're serving. So, so yeah, I think um, we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't mention today that you know these aren't just for you. These aren't just right. for the college kids. Right. There are opportunities and there's mission work near and far um, for for really for all ages you can do 
Um, and man, what an, we, we've talked in so many episodes about impacting faith and growing and building faith for generations. Man, you can think about three generations on a mission trip and, and now people still talking about it. Yeah, uh-huh, that makes you know, a lasting impact. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Well, there's a ton of different mission opportunities that you can be a part of. I'm sure wherever you are, your church is a part of some sort of mission, uh, whether it's just part of the budget and you support missionaries uh, or your church has specific mission trips throughout the year that are just part of the tradition, the history of your church. But also uh, colleges, Christian colleges are a fantastic place to look. I know uh, where I went to school at Oklahoma Christian, you didn't necessarily have to be going to school there to join one of their mission trips. And just reaching out to them uh, yields plenty of opportunities. But I also think that there's, you know, there's some simple things that are mission oriented that you could do just on your own pretty simple, whether that's volunteer at the food bank or just, you know, doing something local as a family unit. There's endless opportunities to help out. It comes back to that service side of right, it, right? Right, So um, find those ways to serve as, a, as an adult, as a youth, as a kid, as a family. Um, and I think that'll, that'll do a lot of good for your faith and for your family's faith. Uh, something else, you know, to, to keep in mind is a mission trip, the, the benefits and some of the things that we've talked about already or we might talk about, they don't end when the trip ends. So often, like we talked about camp and retreats, kind of you get a high from it or you get kind of just high energy. You're ready to do more. Mission trips can be the same way and almost even more because it's so outside of your comfort zone. It's so different that it's really empowering, I think, when you go on a trip, when you come back and you want to build off that. Maybe you do go on a trip somewhere. Maybe you're now empowered to just go across the street. Like, don't let... Um, mission work end when the trip ends, I guess, is what I'm getting out with that, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steve, I wrote down a quote. I was at a conference a few years ago. And I wrote down this quote, and it's always stuck with me. I can't remember who said it, uh, but the, it was a question. And the question was, are we using the world's poorest people to teach our children, or are we trying to grow the kingdom of God. I was like, man, that steps on a few toes, mm-hmm. you know, because oftentimes, and I'm guilty of this in traveling to, uh, you know, a impoverished, impoverished, uh, poor nation. Um, like, man, yeah, I'm going to get a, a very good perspective and stuff. And, and oftentimes, I, I don't think it's bad to get that perspective, but I do think it's bad when that's your motivation for going, and yep. that's the only reason you're going, yep. is to see how good I have it, right? So I think it comes back to checking your motives, the service side of it, uh, to saving the lost, to remember the mission aspect of it, and that it's not about you. And I think that's probably one of the more important things about mission trip. It's never about you. So one it's of the, always about service. One of the notes that I have um, from something I read that ties right in with that is really um, mission work is it's a sacred space. It's about creating an experience where God is working through you. So right. it's not about you. It's about yes. God's work being done through you. 
right and sometimes i think to your point we get that backwards a little bit yes yes absolutely we do and that's just and it's amazing it's amazing what god does during mission trips Mm -hmm. and just seeing some of the things hearing some of the stories of how god has used people ordinary people just to make a lasting difference in communities all around the world yep yeah i think mission work as well and maybe this one is is a little bit more when we're really outside of our comfort zone maybe outside of the country maybe in a different place i think it's important to point out mission work does gain bring a lot of other things maybe even beyond spiritual and scriptural things i mean mission trips build great experience for life and teamwork and adaptate you know being able to adapt um you know you see different cultures you um you really work in different settings you're outside of your comfort zone already so then being able to build on that i think serves you in so many other ways not just in your your walk with god not just in your faith but just in in your life in your day-to-day things um there's so much patience and flexibility and compassion that come with with a, a mission trip if you will and so i think that's a huge part or a huge benefit to to taking your family to take mm-hmm. in to, again like we said take more than just sending the youth right. with a check right and yeah. a week and a half out of the summer yeah absolutely there's there's so many so many benefits and it's it's my hope and my prayer that uh mission trips are something that are that are done on a regular basis i know uh, i was happy if a couple years ago it's not the case this year and last year it really hurts our youth group and not having an opportunity to do a summer mission trip because of COVID. Uh, and that was difficult to just, you know, to not have that in a typical summer calendar. Uh, whereas a couple couple summers ago, we were blessed to have three different mission opportunities. And I think the more mission opportunities, the better. Uh, my uh, youth ministry professor at Oklahoma Christian, he used to do youth ministry for many of years and one of the things he always tried to do was to get a mission trip every month of the summer. So he would have a June and July and an early August mission trip. And that way, no one has an excuse to not be able to hit at least one of those mission trips because they're that important. They're that important. Um, and they're, they're just so, I mean, we, we could spend all day listing different benefits of it yeah and that's where i mean really we've kind of between what we've talked about today and what we've talked about in in the few episodes previously um I, i've touched on most of my points but yep. what it really comes down to this um the scriptures that we've talked about today you know zachary throwing out what what's often called the great commission or really the greatest mission that we have and then you look at um galatians 6 and 9 let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. So again, that that to me, that's what mission work is about. It's about doing good to everyone. And to, to what you said when we started this episode, it's not just about the people that you may convert or you may bring to Christ. Think about the people that you're serving that you're because they're already part of the household of faith and right. what you're doing for them. I think so much of it for me as I kind of read through some things and looks at some things come back to 
that part in Galatians 6 there. Yep. I mean, just doing good and serving, you know, that makes up the rest of that greatest mission. Yeah, it does. It does. And everything, of course, has got to be done in love. And it, that's so important. That's a great That's a great verse. Anything else, Steve? Anything? Just notes? Just don't underestimate the power of the example. Like we've talked about in so many other, other episodes, your kids, the young people in your congregation, often they become the faith that they're seeing in others. So mission trips is another great opportunity to be an example. Like you said, don't, don't let it just fall on the youth. Don't let it just fall on that group. That's um, able to go look for mission opportunities uh, wherever they may be and take advantage of them because I think it will get back to, to Deuteronomy six and really impact your family for generations. Absolutely. For sure. Well, that kind of wraps up our mini series on camp and retreats and mission trips, but be sure to stay tuned uh, for future episodes of Family Faith in the Village. Of course, you can find this podcast anywhere that you get your podcasts, and we hope that if you like what you hear, that you will tell other people about it, that you would share this with them, and that is all that we have for this week. We hope that you have a great weekend, and hope that you'll tune in again next week.